So are you ready to PR yourself? We'll remove the mystery from all things PR and we'll discuss everything from our top strategies to tips and tricks and everything that you can utilize to further enhance your brand or your message. I've been in media, I'm a journalist, and I'm also a publicist. I am Leah Frazier, CEO of Think3 Media and your host for PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. Let's go. you guys so much just for being such amazing and faithful listeners to PR yourself with Leah Frazier and rocking it with us from season one to now season three. We have listeners from all over the world just trying to figure out ways to gain better publicity for their brands and for their businesses. And you guys just make me so, so proud. Keep tagging us on social media. We are sharing it out when you're doing your Instagram reels, when you're getting your media mentions and your press mentions when you're on TV. Keep tagging me in those. Um, Tag our co-host that always comes on, Kiana McDaniel, in those Instagram reels and let us celebrate you. But before we get into the episode, I do want to tell you guys that you're going to want to get this free gift. This is my free gift to you for 2021. This is something that I normally charge for. So I want you to head to PRYourselfWithLeahFraser.com forward slash course. And on that page, you're going to find that you have a freebie and it is my how to gain press and media mentions during a crisis. We're still in the middle of a global pandemic and our TV stations, our radio stations, our press and media are still operating in the same mindset that they were last year. So it's still very relevant info, but I want to give that to you for free. You know how I am. I'm all about education. So bring that pen, bring that paper. And I want you guys to jot down all of the little nuggets and put it to use. I want you guys putting yourselves out there and getting the publicity you need for your businesses and brands for 2021. Okay. And pay attention. You're going to want to listen to these episodes. You're going to want to sign up for the email list at PR yourself with because I am launching a 14 day pitch it afraid challenge where you will get a video and advice from me, actionable tips for me every single day to build up a plan to where you can pitch, whether it's media, whether it's sponsorships, whether it's collaborations, whatever it is you want to do, you're going to be able to pitch it at the end of that 14 days, okay? And I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it. So you're going to want to sign up now, or if you have any questions, reach out to me, PR yourself with leahfraser.com, but you're not going to want to miss the kickoff because this, I just have a feeling so many people are going to be blessed by this and I am excited so thank you guys for tuning in visit pr yourself with leahfraser.com forward slash course get your free gift if you can't get to the web then you can go to the link in my bio on my personal instagram at the leah Fraser or on pr yourself podcast on instagram and your free gift is in that link in that bio as well do not miss out on this opportunity I'm so excited. Let's get it for 2021. And now here's the episode. And welcome back to another episode of PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. We are going to send you guys off into 2021 with so much information. Like really, don't call, don't text, don't send a pigeon signal, a smoke signal, a baby stork. Don't do any of those things unless you've listened to all these episodes because I'm literally bringing you the best of the best of the best of the best. And today, to top it all off, I have the SEO queen, 
my SEO queen, Charlene McCraney in the house to tell you guys high level about SEO, all things search engine optimization. You cannot PR yourself to the fullest unless you know about this topic. And I have the queen here. Welcome to the show, Charlene. Thank you for humoring me two days before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> You're so welcome. Thank you. That's such a great introduction. You make me excited to talk about all things PR. You know, I'm always excited to talk about SEO, but excited to be here. And congratulations on the launch of the podcast too. Thank you so much. It's helping so many people. And one of the things that I hear from people the most, which is why it was so important for me to try to get you in before things got crazy in 2021, is that a lot of people are just binge listening to these episodes, which uh, it makes me smile because I'm the same. I do the same with like the breakfast club and then I'm a true crime mm -hmm. fanatic. So I do it with Nancy Grace and, and to know people are doing that with mine. I'm like, well, let me get them some people who like, instead of me <laughs> ranting, <laughs> let me get them some real information. <laughs> and so here we are. But before we get into the meat and potatoes, Charlene, let's talk to them about your journey as a blogger. Cause that's how we met was in the blogger world. Mm -hmm. So yes, like Leah says, we met um, when I was originally a blogger. I am now SEO strategist and consultant for small business owners, but definitely started out first in the blogger world. I started my blog in 2014, which every time I say that, it sounds like eons ago because I mean, 2020 alone feels like 10 years. So um, I started in 2014 as a natural hair blogger. Um, I've always loved to write. And like most women, I love all things beauty and hair care. So I said, hey, this is what I'm going to do. And when I started my blog, I kept seeing people talk about this thing called SEO and how important it was. So I was like, OK, you know, I'll do it. Had no idea what it was, what impact it would have on my blogging life. And then maybe like a year, year and a half went by and people started saying like, hey, I Googled this about natural hair. I Googled how to repurpose a twist out and your blog came up on Google on the first page of Google. And I was like, really? I was like, oh, that's cool. Still didn't really think much about it. I was like, okay, this SEO thing must be working. So, okay, let's, let's keep going with it. Um, and then, you know, just kept doing my thing. But back then I would say 2015, 2016, probably still into 2017, I was just really obsessed with Instagram, right? Like most people, um, Instagram likes, Instagram followers, to a point where it kind of became unhealthy <laughs> because I was like stressing over these likes and these follows, working with brands. But when I really sat down and did a deep dive and took a look into my Google Analytics and I started to see where my traffic was generating from for the blog itself, I noticed that I was getting so much traffic from Google, from just natural organic search, it was running laps around my Instagram, my Instagram followers, my likes, you know, my comments, all of that. So that was really a mindset shift for me to say, hey, you're stressing so much over Instagram, a platform that you don't even own, um, when you can really be putting a lot of time and effort into your own website and getting that traffic to your website and really ultimately reaching more people and making a bigger impact um, and, you know, teaching more women about their hair. So that's when the light bulb really went off and switched for me. And I was like, I'm going to go all in on SEO. I'm going to focus on it. And since then, I've my blog has continued to grow. Um, I still blog on the side. I don't put as much time into it because I have a whole client facing business now. But I still have it because it's still a hobby of mine. And I just get 
so much joy teaching others. Um, I made a shift in 2020 to go from teaching bloggers to teaching small business owners about SEO. But I just get so much joy teaching anyone about SEO because it's just the power. I find it so fascinating and so cool, just the power of people finding you through everyday Google searches. I mean, we're on Google every day anyway. So you might as well maximize your website for your right people to find you. And I love that. And I think sometimes when people think about SEO, it's like this little alien and it's so far Mm -hmm. out of reach and I don't want to do it. And it's too techie. Um, And maybe it is to a certain extent, right? Where it's like, okay, I ain't got time to do all that. I'm a hire Charlene. I don't even want to be bothered. (laughs) But for those who are just maybe listening to this for the first time, again, when I'm talking about PRing yourself, public relations is all about brand awareness and exposure to the public. And SEO is going to be a way that you do that. Um, What are some of your fast tips for things like maybe um, people can shift their thinking as they're trying to get on the first page or maybe uh, shift their rank on Google? Like what are some things that business owners can actually do that's like actionable? Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm going to take a step back. If you have any people that are listening and they're like, I've heard of SEO, but I still don't really know what it is. So SEO stands for search engine optimization. And really it are it is all of the things that you are doing to your website to make yourself be found and to be seen by search engines, whether that's Google, Bing, um, any other search engines that may be popular in a particular country that you're in. Um, and it's all of the beautiful things that you do from your content to the technical things to your page speed to the keywords that you use, to even your user experience when people land on your website, how easy it is to navigate. The simplest way I like to explain to my clients is Google's number one goal is to serve people the best information when they're doing a Google search. Like Google wants to know that you have the juice, basically, (laughs) and that your website is thebomb.com. And so if you have the information that people are looking for, if your website has a great user experience, the page loads fast and things of that nature, Google is going to refer your website to people who are doing everyday searches and they want to make sure that you are a trusted authority online. So all of those things go into play when we're talking about SEO. So that's just a little background about what SEO is. Um, I love when people ask me, like, what are some quick tips and fast things? Because I have, like, so many. (laughs) And I'm like, there's not really one quick tip thing that you can do. But I do have three main tips that um, I like to try to succinct down um, as much as I can. So the first one is we're talking about search engines, right? SEO, that's what it stands for. So you really need to understand your audience. You need to know what they're searching for online as it relates to your business, to your product, and to your service. And you have to understand the search intent behind it. You can't really do that if you don't know who your audience is to begin with, right? If you don't know their pain points, you don't know what they're searching for, you don't know how to solve their problems, you don't know the questions that they may even be putting into Google as it relates to you, you're gonna have a hard time coming up with the SEO strategy to attract people to your website. And you do that through a couple of ways. You can do that through keyword research. You can do that through creating, um, through content marketing and creating really good content 
on your website, whether it's blog posts, informational pages, your about page is also really important. You can do that through a couple of ways, but I really want people to take a step back and ask themselves, what is my audience searching for? What problems am I solving? Every If you run a business, you know what problem that you're solving. So thinking about PR, hopefully, hopefully. right? Lord. So thinking about PR, if you're a local business in Dallas, you're probably Googling local Dallas PR firm, you know, or something like that. So if at the core, you don't have that anywhere on your website, you don't have it as part of your website description, like your meta description, we'll go into that a little in a second. You don't have it on your about page. Like those are all key industry keywords that Google is going to ping off of your website to know like, hey, this is who I am and this is what I stand for. So that's the first thing, really understanding what your audience is searching for online. But the second Can thing I that I like- in on that, Charlene? Like yeah, go ahead. Perspective. One of the things that we do, we, we use, there's a lot out there on the web and some people are like, I don't even know where they sit at. And one of the best reports that I ever, um, and you can Google this, you literally can Google like generational marketing and it will tell you down to the nitty gritty, like what you said, like what platforms they're on, what they'll tell you if they're searching on Google 80% of the time. And if they're searching on Google 80% of the time, Mm -hmm. are they doing it from a tablet? Are they doing it from a phone? Um, Because then that tells you how you need to optimize your website, right? Um, Yeah. But there's generational marketing reports and now we're entering 2021. And so that should already, those trends should already be out by a lot of the um, auditing and research firms. So I would go ahead and just Google generational marketing 2021 and it should tell you what people or what those generations are doing uh, and what target audiences are doing what on the web. And also just getting to know Nielsen reports. I use those all the time, especially if you're a, a business or brand that has a consumer product or service. Those are like mm-hmm. the absolute best research reports to figure out, you know, how are people shopping black owned businesses or what are they buying or what are they thinking of? Or did they like this or that? It's the absolute best information. You just have to be willing, like Charlene said, to like find the information, do the work and then apply it. So that's just me weighing in on if somebody's like, okay, now where the hell do I find this information? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love Nielsen reports. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because another tool that I meant to mention also, and I've talked to your students about this, is Answer the Public. Answerthepublic.com is a great free resource. You get a couple of free searches a day and it aggregates all of the questions that people are literally typing into Google. So this is direct from the minds of your customers. You can put in almost any set of words, any two words, and it's going to give you a list of questions, um, phrases, and things that people are actually Googling. So I would definitely start there as well. So the second thing, and it really kind of ties into what you just said, like getting data, getting reports, and things like that. I like to call this getting friendly with Google. I want all of my small business owners to get friendly with three Google products, Google Analytics, Google Search Console, those are two different things. (laughs) And especially for my local businesses, Google My Business. If you have a local business and you do not have a Google My Business account, you need to pause this podcast (laughs) and go to Google My Business and create an account right now. Um, Google My Business is so beneficial for local SEO. I mean, how many times have we used that just every day, like searching for a restaurant? And, you know, when you see those top three 
places that show up on the maps, you know, those are the ones that you're more than likely to click on, right? Because you're like, oh, these are the first ones that popped up. They're in front of my face. So you really want to optimize your Google My Business account by um, uploading pictures, uploading statuses. I like to tell my clients, like, you almost want to treat it like another social media. You don't have to be on it every day, but you want to keep it current and you want to keep it updated because what that tells Google is that this is an active business. And the more you're active and you're requesting reviews and feedback from your clients and things like that, and your clients are uploading pictures, that's going to help to boost you up in the local business rankings when people are Googling like yoga studio near me and things like that. So that's just a friendly little tip. But Google Analytics, everyone should have Google Analytics. If you have a website, you should have Google Analytics. That's really going to give you the information about your traffic. Um, If you don't even know who your audience is, this is a great first step to look to see, okay, who is my audience? What are their demographics? Um, How many page views am I getting per day? And Google Analytics is also going to tell you where your traffic is coming from. Are you getting traffic organically? Is it all coming from social media? Is it coming from your email list? Are you getting traffic directly just by people typing your URL into the website, um, into the, you know, into the, into the website or whatever? So that's going to be really, really good for you. I want people to get friendly with Google. Now, the Google Search Console is different. It's not Google Analytics. But what the Search Console tells you is it's telling you how people are finding your website. So you can go in and you can see what queries are people actually typing into Google that's leading them to my site. What pages are they clicking on? Um, In the Google Search Console, you're able to submit your sitemap to Google Search Console, um, which essentially tells Google, hey, these are the pages that I deem are important. This is my website structure and architecture. I really want you to index these pages. It's kind of signaling to Google like, hey, come crawl these pages and like put them in your system. Um, Google is going to automatically crawl your web pages anyway, but having the sitemap is just going to make it a little bit easier for them. Um, and it's going to just tell them very clearly like what's important. Do you yeah, have any questions I'm about that? <laughs> just having these discussions with you, I got really active into that. And I get like an email every month that kind of tells me like what the top for my my media site, it tells me like what's the top search thing, like what people Mm. are searching for. And it's so funny because some of the highest traffic stuff on that site is older articles. And so I'll even send it back to the person like one was a Marcus Spears from the Dallas Cowboys. And I did his interview probably like three years ago. And I was like, I don't know what you're doing, but people are searching for you because you were my (laughs) number one like search um, and people are coming to my site for this article. And the same thing when Michael Sean left K104, every, th- I have an article on there with him and it blew up, but it was because people, and it showed me exactly what people were typing in mm-hmm. and how they found my site. And I just think that's such valuable information. It's amazing. Yeah. I love that you said that because SEO is definitely the one thing I, I really want your, your listeners to understand too, is SEO is not a bandaid. It's not like Facebook ads. It's not a quick fix. You're not going to flip the switch and traffic start pouring in like when you pay Facebook and they deduct your credit card every month. (laughs) SEO is a long-term strategy. So it's not surprising that you have an article from three years ago that's still working for you. That's that's very common because, um, you know, it takes, it take it doesn't always take three years, but, you know, it just takes a while for Google to really understand your website, understand what you're about and things like that. And you just never know 
what people may be searching for. But that's also why I love SEOs because you get like this longer lifetime value of the content that you're creating. Um, no matter if you created it three years ago, I still have high traffic numbers from blogs I created five years ago um, because people are still searching for that stuff. Like some stuff is just evergreen, you know? Um, unlike a Facebook ad, when you stop paying Mark, <laughs> that traffic cuts <laughs> off the boo. <laughs> You're not going to be seen. So yeah. So I tell my small business clients, combine SEO with your other marketing efforts. Don't put all your eggs in one basket, mm-hmm. for sure. So the last thing really quickly is I don't want people to be afraid of technical things. I I think you said before people get afraid of SEO. It seems techy. There is a technical side to SEO and it is just important as other things. The main takeaways I would say about what we like to call TSEO is check your page speed. Google doesn't want any low loading website, low um, slow loading websites. You can do a quick Google page speed test online Make sure you don't have any broken links, any 404 errors and things like that. Go through all of the pages on your website. Make sure you have meta descriptions. Make sure you have header tags. Um, Make sure your navigational menu is very clear and to the point. Make sure you have like nice key industry keywords in your navigational menu. Google should be able to go to your homepage and scan your navigational menu and clearly understand what your website is about. Point blank period. Like if someone comes on your homepage or goes to your navigational menu and it's not very clear, then I would definitely start there as well because your navigational menu are the first set of like links that Google are crawling. Links are huge in SEO. Links are the foundation of Google. So you want to make sure all the links on your website are working, they're correct, and you have no broken links. I love that. And as we kind of wrap, and I know this is just going to make your head explode, Charlene, because... You're like, how can I compact this? You can't, you just can't. I know. That's why you're going to have to get in touch with her. I don't want to give her all her trip, you know, her tricks away. I want you to go to her website. I want you to book a consultation. I want you to take <laughs> one of her SEO classes because it is amazing. But in terms of PRing yourself, uh, one of the cool things that I like that we get to do is um, I have a team of copywriters and we talk a lot about backlinks. And sometimes again, the clients will come in with the big, their eyeballs really big, like what the hell does this have to do with PR? <laughs> I'm like, well, there's certain sites where, and I just had a, um, and I, I interviewed quote unquote, interviewed a client yesterday for uh, an op-ed piece we're writing and we get to re- put it on this really major tech website. Um, but we're mm-hmm. writing it, we're writing it in-house, but when people see it and it's published, they're thinking that site wrote it. But because as we know that SEO plays such an important part in brand awareness and people finding his company and finding what it is that he's doing, as I'm writing this 1,000 to 2,000 word article, I now have the pleasure and the advantage of plugging in those keywords into that article, but also have the advantage of telling that particular site, hey, when you, you know, reference his company, please use this hyperlink back to his Mm -hmm. site. Or when you reference his name, we want it to actually go to the about page that shows his bio and da, 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 da. And that is PR. Not only am I getting an article, but I'm also interweaving it with SEO strategy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we're talking about backlinks. One of the things that I love to talk with your audience about. Yeah. 
So that is so important, you guys, um, getting other trusted sites to link to your website. Um, essentially, that's what a backlink is. Um, the reason why this is important for SEO in particular, like I said right before this, is links are the foundation of Google. When you have a trusted website that links back to yours, every website has a, a domain rating. I won't go into all of that because for some reasons it doesn't really matter. But let's say you have a Forbes or a Business Insider or a New York Times. If they're linking back to your website, that's signaling to Google that you are a trusted website as well. And trust and authority is a huge part of SEO, mainly because like I said before, Google's primary job is to return the best information to their customers when we're Googling things. So they don't want to return trash. They don't want spammy websites. They don't want websites that are not authoritative and things like that. So getting those backlinks are so important. I mean, you're not going to always get it, but if you can, it's always a win-win. So whenever you do have any type of like PR mention or anything, um, I definitely always ask for the backlink for sure. Um, I could go more deep into backlinks, but we don't have enough time for that today. <laughs> but it's okay because as we close out, I want you to do two things. One, tell us where you see this going for 2021. And then, I mean, th this is a wealth of information. I want people to contact you directly. So let people know what all you have to offer and how they can get in touch with you because this to me is one of like, when I think of what changed in Think3 Media strategy for 2020 and particularly during the pandemic that worked for our clients, like this was the game changer as far as our copywriting, nice. um, writing for major sites and backlinks. Like that is what really proved our value during this time. And so um, I want people to connect with you so that they understand that this is a form of PR. Great, I love to hear that. And I didn't even go into the valuable, um, how valued content marketing is for SEO, but that's amazing. But yes, people can work with me. So my small business clients have two ways to work with me, either through SEO um, strategy, where it's I've developed a strategy for your company to go and to implement it with your team. Uh, but my most popular um, package that I offer and service that I offer are my SEO done for you services, where you know I take on a client for three to four months and we completely um, do your SEO for you. So we outline the strategy, we implement it, um, we write content for you, we do the keyword research, clean up any technical issues that you may have and things like that. And my small business clients like that because honestly, they don't have time for this. <laughs> like they're like, just do it for me. Like, and they might not even have a team honestly to implement these things. And if they do go off and implement, they wanna know that 